Welcome back to Crashes. It's been Deanna Ortiz. Honey, <laughs> welcome back. I've had a great week. Thanks so much for asking. Uh, my crush this week has got to be, you know, it just has to be on every single employee that works at Trader Joe's. Like it should be uh, illegal. It should be illegal to have so many hot employees in one space. And I'm pressing charges, <laughs> specifically the one on Lincoln and Grace. Uh, wow, wow, wow. I'm hungry for everything they have at that store, you know? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for all the love, listening, and sharing, and subscribing. Please continue to do that. If you leave me five stars on Apple Podcasts, I will read a, your sweet little review into this microphone, and what a sweet little review it will be. <laughs> Don't forget, you can follow me at Ortiz underscore on Instagram, or at Crush's Podcast on Instagram. That, of course, is where you can play Hot or Just Tall along with this week's guest, who is the one and only Ryan Burkett. Ryan is the host of the Music Video Podcast. He is so, so, so funny. He, um, honestly, he shows me a side of Stanley Tucci that I had never seen before. And we get into some pretty serious crushes. Um, you guys can follow Ryan at ryan.burkett on Instagram. And please, please, please check out the music video podcast. They are doing a uh, great job with that. It is so much fun to listen to. And if you're a fan of Crushes, you're going to be a fan of theirs. So check it out. Um, other than that, guys, sit back, relax, and get ready. Just remember that everyone's got a crush and everybody wants to be crushed on. But I do love seeing Frankie on like all the social media stuff. She's she's a dream. We, I mean, we could not have designed her better <laughs> for us. Um, I'm actually so I'm looking I'm looking for a job, mm -hmm. and I need um, writing samples. Mm -hmm. And what I'm what I'm doing for writing samples is I am describing. I am writing new descriptions for rescue dogs and offering them as like volunteer work to the different rescues. Oh. Because Frankie had the most mysterious description where it was like, this is Frankie and everything was like unknown. Yeah. They didn't call her Frankie. They, they called her Bagel. Um, <laughs> they didn't know if she was housebroken. They didn't know how old she was. All these things were so like mysterious and weird. And they had this creepy picture of her like okay. standing in the woods. <laughs> You guys are like, there's our girl. <laughs> That's ours. And then we adopted her. And yeah. you've seen all the pictures of her. With yeah. like, She has a smoky eye. And she <laughs> weighs tw 20 pounds. And she sleeps like 19 hours a day. Yeah. And it's like, put all that in the description. And we don't even meet her. Like, she's adopted in like five minutes. Exactly. And I'm like, okay, this is a strength that I can have. It's like beefing up these dog resumes. Oh. And then I'm going to use those as my writing samples to find a real job. That's awesome. That's <laughs> such a good idea of like, and you're giving them like, here, take this. Like I wrote this and take yeah. it and put this on your website. I do like yeah. you guys checking the website and being like, who's this mysterious woman in the woods? Yeah. We need to meet her. <laughs> um, yeah. She looks like she could be any size or mm -hmm. age or temperament and then we got her and she is adorable <laughs> a little bean she's so cute 
Um, Paula was messaging me, Paula Skaggs, friend of the pod, everybody listening. She was yeah. messaging me today from this like pop culture website that she found. And it was talking about celebrities like booty calling each other. And Paula said that she wants to booty call John Cusack, which I thought was wrong and bad. And then she asked me, I, <laughs> she I said, have... go ahead, go ahead. Well, I don't have any anything against John Cusack. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. have you been to Joan Cusack's store in Chicago? I have not. I have just heard about this place. And I'm like, I'm sorry, she has a store? It's like a knickknack it's, shop. It's down by Second City. It's really like retro 50s. It's like novelty gifts and like funny potholders and things like that. <laughs> Frankie, don't do that. Um, and... The other thing that she sells is John Cusack original abstract paintings that are like huge and they're each like $400. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, of course he was like, oh, when you open your store, you have to sell my paintings. It'll warm up some business. Yeah. It'll be good for business. Did you actually know I'm an artist now? And so you can sell my art. (laughs) I love that they're huge too. I had no idea. But so I had an experience with John Cusack there. You, is she there? Because I asked Paula if she was ever there, and she was like, no, it's just her store, but she's never there. No. So I went there, and she, she had on an apron, and she was, like, stocking shelves just like it was a day's work. Oh, my God. And I was in, I was in there with just, like, one other person, and I was like, I am buying something. Mm-hmm. I was like, you are not leaving here without buying something. Mm-hmm. And it's all these, like, novelty gifts, and I don't know, like, what to get. But she yeah. has a rack of, like, fancy notebooks. Oh. And I was like, oh. Sure. Love a notebook. Got to get a notebook. Yeah, yeah. And so I got a notebook and I'm waiting at the counter <laughs> just forever because she's busy. And then she comes around and she like says hi and she's ringing me up. And I was like, I'm not going to say, you know, that I think she's funny or I've seen her movies or whatever. She's working the register. I'm shocked. She's she's in this. This is her venue. Yeah. And so I said, this is a beautiful store. Okay. Oh, and so classy. So fucking and classy. She held up my notebook and she said, you're not going to believe how good your handwriting looks in this notebook. <laughs> and I was okay. like, that's why you're a star. A natural born like, saleswoman. Ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. That is such a classy thing to say. Like, to compliment her without being like, you're a celebrity. And be like, hey, good job with this. So good. <laughs> also, she's... Um, not in a hot or just tall way, but mm-hmm. she is so tall. Oh, yeah. Like the tallest and super thin. And she was very tan. And I was mm-hmm. like, even a character actor has got to be like watching it. Like every, like, yes. Like Joan Cusack has to go to Pilates and like get a spray tan. Like, yeah. can she, like, nobody can relax ever. Can we give Joan Cusack a break? I feel this. People <laughs> have been saying that, like, for so long yeah. that people wouldn't, especially people that have celebrity encounters, are like, oh, I met this person that you wouldn't think is like Hollywood hot, but they're so gorgeous, like they're stunning in person, yeah. even if they're just like you know a regular, a regular actor, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like Joan Cusack. That's amazing. So then we got into this conversation about like which celebrity do you not want to like date but just kiss like because that was her whole thing. She's like, I don't want to date Joan Cusack. I don't have like a crush on him, but I do want to kiss him. And I was thinking, I'll give you a second to think about yours because I just dropped this question on you with no uh, yeah. <laughs> no background. But I definitely think that if I ever met James McAvoy, it would be good for just like one kiss. 
I have this picture of him with his girlfriend that is the hottest picture I've ever seen. It's like them kissing at an airport. I don't know. And I think about it. Sometimes I just go and I just look at it because there's not many, there's not much to look at on the internet. So I just picked this picture. Oh, fuck. Where'd it go? I think I want to. Do you watch Search Party? I don't. No. So Search Party in the newest episode had um, a three-way kiss between three friends who were like, they were drunk and they're having a really intense conversation and their faces are really close to each other. And then they all three just kissed. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and so I think my answer is that if there's someone who has like a famous kiss, uh-huh. like if there's a famous, like if it's like uh, Leo and Kate Winslet or somebody like that, I just want to like get it. <laughs> yeah if there's like an iconic like somebody running to the airport mm-hmm. in a movie to kiss and they find two of us <laughs> <laughs> they find they he goes and he gets both of you guys at the airport and you're just both like what us yeah like uh on friends there was um uh the scene where like ross and rachel finally kiss mm-hmm. um oh, i think she shop? hears them she hears, yeah, like she, it's like raining or something and she's mm-hmm. cleaning up and then he comes back in and they kiss and the eye is like, Ooh. good. So imagine that. Yeah. But there's three, three faces. <laughs> <laughs> but now there's three people in the coffee shop. Oh, that's good. Ra- Rachel and I are both cleaning tables and he comes in and it's like, all right, well, <laughs> lock up. <laughs> oh, that's such a good one. I'm trying, I'm looking up famous top 10 TV kisses of all time. Did you watch New Girl? I I watched the first. I never saw it without Zoe Deschanel. Okay, yeah. There was like a pregnancy leave or something, yeah. but I saw probably like four seasons of it. Yeah, the that their kiss was like the one that just came to my mind first, and it's on this list that I just found. But it's like their whole will they won't they, and then they they're both like there's so much tension, and then they both go back to their rooms, and then they run back and to each other in the hallway and start kissing and i just remember when i watch it and be like finally you know like they did it it's just nothing better than the first tv kiss with an there's a pretty fun because they're both kind of losers yes like there's no aspiration for like oh do we think he could could he you know be like good enough to date zoe deschanel or can she like win this guy over and it's like no, they are. They're meeting sideways. <laughs> they're <laughs> the is, exact same person. Yeah, this is great. This is what needs to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Um, okay, so let's move on to your celebrity crushes who you sent me okay. a list. I love a list when people are like, yeah. sometimes people will be like, oh, I don't I don't really have any celebrity crushes. And I'm like, of course you do. But when people give yeah. me like a full like bam, 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 I'm like, let's fucking do this. Why don't you tell me who your first celebrity crush is? So the the main one for the episode mm-hmm. is a guy named Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Casual man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I do want to preface this by saying I sent you this big list, mm-hmm. and the the initial ones were more people that like maybe that I wanted to be like buddies with. Yeah, you know, like I have this lifelong I don't know what the deal is with Horatio Sands. That was so surprising. Like, when he would like as it would get closer to Saturday night I would think like my friend Horatio is going to be on TV mm-hmm. like I would literally get so excited to see him as if he was like going to come over and like play video games yeah like I thought he he just seemed like he was having so much fun yeah 
and like such a genuine good funny person mm -hmm. that like when then later on like as time passes I'm like I fully had a crush on Horatio yeah <laughs> like that's what that was <laughs> I had a crush on my good friend but, Horatio Sands um and you know my my list has men and women mm -hmm. I know you've had all kinds of guests mm -hmm. um <laughs> but the first one that we are gonna we could talk about is Mark Ruffalo who I am loath to have to come in here and defend a movie star. Mm -hmm. Someone who already has like the world on a string, just like the, <laughs> everything on a platter for him. Yeah. My favorite game in the world, as everybody knows, is Hot or Just Tall. Thank you. And he's just tall Mark to me. Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo came up on Hot or Just Tall, and yeah. I was like, ugh, this is a gimme. This one's in here, so it's easy for people who don't know how to play the game. <laughs> I'll choose I'll choose hot. And it was like 40, 41%. Yes. And I, I think this is one that I direct messaged you about where I was like, something's wrong with the math. <laughs> and then I presented this to my improv team in our, in our group, our group chat. Uh -huh. And they proceeded to roast me with pictures, present day pictures of Mark Ruffalo, uh, looking a little like weathered, a little like worse for the wear, okay. a little like, uh, you know, like, uh, we're, we're all on a cycle of having more than one size jeans. Mm -hmm. We're all having breakfast for dinner sometimes. Like yeah. we're, you know, and I feel like he's, that's allowed. He's going through it right now or in these um, pictures he was. Yeah. And I, for me, Mark Ruffalo is like unconditional. Like he, for me is like baseline. This is what like a cute, person looks like yeah. this is where we start and <laughs> he's he's one of the few like of what I would consider my favorite actors okay to be somebody that I feel like I sort of discovered in real time because mm -hmm. he's only been acting that I know of in the 2000s yeah yeah um and so I didn't like come to him late like mm -hmm. somebody you know I like like uh Philip Seymour Hoffman for example you know, if you liked him, then you probably realize like, oh my God, he's in all these movies in little parts that are yeah, older, Yeah. you know, things like that. And so there was a time when Mark Ruffalo was a cool person for me to say was my favorite actor because I could tell people about him. Yeah, because he wasn't in a um, lot. He wasn't in a lot. Um, he's in a, a really sweet um, movie called You Can Count On Me, oh. where he and Laura Linney play brother and sister, and it's kind of like dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. um, and he's, he's very like sweet in that. And he has sort of like, he's sort of like troubled younger brother mm -hmm. kind of, kind of vibes. And it's maybe the Horatio Sands thing where I really think that I want to be Mark Ruffalo's friend. Yeah. And then later Mark Ruffalo has two movies in particular. Yeah. Um, he has a movie called In the Cut, I feel like I've which seen... is a thriller with Meg Ryan. It's probably from like 2006 or so. It's one of the last like mainstream movies that she made. Like we okay. don't see her in movies no. anymore. What an interesting pairing, and, those two. And what I can tell you about In the Cut is that it's like a serial killer movie. It's like mm -hmm. Seven or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's in that world. Mm -hmm. But it is filthy. Oh. And <laughs> it is so like... Um, it's directed by a woman. It's directed by Jane Campion. And you know, I mean, ever we can discuss forever the difference between sex scenes directed by men and sex scenes directed by women. 
And she photographs Meg Ryan at a point where it's like um, honoring her as a real person who she wants to present, you know, safely mm-hmm. and to her consent. Yeah. And also just like the drawing of like Venus. Yeah. where she's lit so that she's like s-shaped from every oh, direction wow. so that like everything is just like you know it's just her like real body yeah and for mark ruffalo what she does is what usually happens to women mm-hmm. where mark ruffalo is just down and dirty just like there for servicing he's <laughs> just there to please and it is so shocking and he has the world's like grossest mustache. He has the mustache that, that I had all summer. <laughs> but when I watched that for the first time, I was like, oh, this is a man. I'm not, I am not one of those. <laughs> this right <laughs> this here, is, this is a man. I can't, I, I can't do what they're doing. This is crazy. This is like, this isn't like, this is not from, this is <laughs> forbidden. This is crazy. And years later. Um, I know this movie. You know, I'm so, just seeing the pictures now. That mustache is is a hard work. It's hard work. Yeah. Um, I did a monologue that he does from that movie in a comedy set one time at House Prod. Oh. Um, and people came up to me afterwards and was like, that filthy monologue you did was so great. How did you write that? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I pulled it up on YouTube and copied it down because it was said by a real, a real actor in a movie and he sells it. And it's just like how he, why would he like, want to take her on dates into restaurants and stuff because maybe that's not what she wants Mm -hmm. maybe maybe what she wants is for him to come over and blank her blank or or bleep her bleep okay or put his put her thing her her this in his that and blah blah and she's like oh these are (laughs) options i you can just come over Mm -hmm. and so then it was like oh this this is a a whole other shade Mm -hmm. The other, and I encourage you to pull up pictures of this, is Mark Ruffalo in the movie Zodiac. Love it. Love the movie. Mark Ruffalo is dressed like everybody's like uncle at a dance mm-hmm. in this movie, or like, and basically like an old detective. He's yes. dressed like people used to dress on TV. <laughs> and it all works. Like he's wearing pants at his real waist. Yeah. Those you know sideburns. I mean? like, sideburns. He has like, crazy thick hair that he has forced into like a, a gentleman's like yeah. hair part and that's the conjunction of like where I can tell people this is my favorite actor yeah he's in something good and then also with my eyes I can see <laughs> that another thing is happening yeah you know like when you I think good comedy makes you like think about a second thing like mm-hmm. you go home and you're still thinking about it Mark Ruffalo and Zodiac, for some of us in the audience who are voting, who are not voting tall, <laughs> he's doing a second thing and he is yeah. really, really doing it. In that, those 70s, like plaids and like sometimes he has a bow tie. Yeah, that is, he has like, suspenders on too. Suspenders and a real wide, like polyester tie. Yeah. He's like getting on a rotary phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. like making, making a call and picking up. To like get me the art department or whatever <laughs> get me get me forensics yes i'm um, trying to solve this and he has the like the cop vest with like the gun right on his side so the guy that he played i think invented that oh the 
the harness where they wear a gun like under their pit or mm-hmm. whatever so you can't see it in a jacket mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken the person he played consulted on like movies in the 70s and stuff and was like here's where i wear my gun isn't this weird this is what i do it's a, like a life hack <laughs> if those existed then and then they're like oh my god this would look so cool on clint eastwood or yeah, whoever yeah um <laughs> but the thing for me about mark ruffalo this is <laughs> So you interviewed Chris Coffin yes. recently. Yes. And Chris talks about guys with soft faces a lot. Yes, that was that's, his type. That's the, a thing that he like. He doesn't like like a lantern jaw. He doesn't mm-hmm. like like a sharp nose. He likes a real like soft face. Yes. And Mark Ruffalo over time has gotten a little softer. Mm-hmm. His face is a little rounder. And that has coincided with him getting in the world's biggest superhero franchise. Mm-hmm where everybody else has gotten hairless Jacked. and ripped yes. and they are maybe maybe uh using a needle for something mm-hmm. or taking a pill of something yes. before a workout it's none of my business <laughs> but mark ruffalo like have you ever watched um sex in the city no not not enough to really know a lot about it so on Sex in the City, there's a character named Miranda that's mm-hmm. played by Cynthia Nixon. She has red hair. Mm-hmm. And every episode, they're in this diner sort of talking about what the week's topic will be. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever eats. They all just hold their forks while they're talking. Mm-hmm. But Miranda, I don't know if it's that actor's choice or if it's in the script, Miranda eats the entire time. <laughs> if she's having a salad, she's having huge bites of iceberg while okay. she's talking. She's having like eggs. She's biting into a sandwich, whatever. Yeah. I feel like Mark Ruffalo is the member of the Avengers that is eating at the diner. Yeah. And everybody else is just holding a fork. (laughs) Talking about today's heroic events. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that he's like, no, I still want to be a real actor. I still want to be a real person. Mm -hmm. I can be good in these and not fall for that trick that the rest of them are falling for. Yeah. Because then the other thing that happens is that like, you know, of his peers, like Joaquin Phoenix is somebody that I liked a lot that came up parallel to him. And there's a lot of, if you say you like Joaquin Phoenix, then there's a lot of things that you have to talk about and defend that are like, yeah, not yours to say. Yeah, yeah. And Mark Ruffalo is just like problem free. Like mm-hmm. he seems to be such a good, such a good boy. <laughs> and his, his wife's name is like Sunshine or something. And she's sat with him at the Emmys when he won and like oh. that's cool to me yeah and just every time I see him I'm just like look at cute little Mark Ruffalo just like I never he's he's I'm a classic mush mouth and I have so mm-hmm. much trouble like an, I hit like a hard H and a hard W and mm-hmm. I'm re- always trying to like speak clearly and Mark Ruffalo has like this his lips and teeth he's always struggling with something to like say yeah and when he speaks that's where you look you look at his mouth yes because it's always I can't even do it yeah it's this thing where he's always talking out of like a, a side of a thing and and that to me also is just like oh my god what is what a charmer trying to like not like it's like an endearing little quirk when he's like trying to talk yeah yeah and also if you're forced to look at someone's mouth and they have like pillowy lips and they're like you know you I just help. think he's great you can't help but fall in love I'm looking at his wife right now. His, her name is Sunrise, which is very cute. I never would have known. Um, if anybody else was named Sunrise, you yeah. know, but it, it, it works. works for them. It works for yeah. them. It really does. Mark and Sunrise. Who would have thought? But yeah. I, 
I was thinking about, especially when you're talking about him talking in um, Spotlight, he has an accent, and he really, like, more than any other time that I've ever seen him, talks, like, out of the corner of his mouth and, like, down almost. Very interesting. But you also said that you don't like him in The Kids Are All Right. Oh, I like him very much in that. Oh, you do? Specifically in The Kids Are All Right. Never mind. Yeah, I can't believe I skipped it to go to Marvel because, yeah, we should step back. The only time I think he's hot is in The Kids Are All Right. If, listen, that is so, that is so true Mm -hmm. because the other things where I feel like I have to defend him, that is like, I mean, he's working like a a charm factor that he doesn't have to do. Yes. Because he's, he's already like the other, he's the Mm -hmm. person who's like stepping into this happy family. And he is such a smart bit of casting. And I guess the script is probably really smart with how much charisma he has Mm -hmm. where he's like, he enters and every, everybody is so horny for him in that movie. Yes. Like adults, kids, (laughs) lesbians, like everybody. The woman that he's paired with is this woman named Yaya Da Costa, mm-hmm. who was on America's Next Top Model, and then she played Whitney Houston for Lifetime. Oh, and they have sex scenes together that are so like exciting. Aerobic. <laughs> like rated R. Yeah, yes. they're like this movie. This movie is rated R, and it's for adults. Mm-hmm. It isn't rated R to keep kids out because kids do not want to see this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we're not, we're not blowing a rated R on saying some bad words. No. We are presenting this. And he and Julianne Moore also have like, it's so exciting and explicit and fun. It's like a very they have hot so much sex fun. scene. Yes. It's so hot. Julianne Moore is also very hot and very like, um, she's very free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, maybe this is also we can unpack this. You're not my you're not my therapist or my life coach. <laughs> okay. I I am very much like uh, t-shirts in the pool, like very mm-hmm. uh, vanilla. It's so easy to shock me mm-hmm. if anybody asks me like an explicit personal question. If any, I am so easily shocked. So when I see like a scene like that with Mark Ruffalo and Yaya, or Mark Ruffalo and, and Julianne. I think I get from that what people are getting from like Fast and the Furious or being like, you know what I mean? Like Ninja Warrior, the Olympics, where it's like, (laughs) oh my God, they are being so brave. They are being so like free. And I think it's what people used to see. Maybe they still do, but like the way that we look at like Kristen Stewart now Mm -hmm. is how I think how we used to look at Angelina Jolie, where it's like, Oh, she can do anything. Yeah. She does whatever she wants. She yeah. says no to who she wants to say no to. And she says yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and she's going to shave her head and date St. Vincent. And, and she's going to go to con and make out with a model. And <laughs> he, anybody like that, I'm just like, oh, my God. This Look at is them like, go. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And that's those scenes in, in The Kids Are All Right, which is otherwise just like a family comedy. It's just like a couple... Mm-hmm relationship sort of dramedy has it's the hottest movie of the decade it's incredibly (laughs) hot and I remember watching it like let's see the kids are all right came out in 2010 so I was a 
<laughs> I was a junior in high school and I was like watching it and I mean I'm s- I've seen sex scenes before but I just remember being like oh my god like this is yeah. very graphic and it's it's a very hot sex scene with him and Julianne Moore uh huge I feel like yeah. that's the only thing that people talk about is like man she's having an affair with this guy and also that that is when I was like okay this guy is hot now but I also think it's kind of the charm of him you know like that yeah. that character is so charming that and like so he's like so I'll give like, a fuck. yeah yeah he's never like ripped Mm-mm. he's never like he just like is so comfortable he's so cool in his he's so cool and just like yeah just like tumbled out of the truck or whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like you know taking care of his two kids Ooh. yeah and i i like that he's like a notorious goofball like he apparently spoiled yeah. an avengers movie on a press junket like he spoiled who died in a movie and everybody had to be like ruffalo oh my god oh you can't, you can't come to the next one that kind of thing didn't he like stream something he like streamed the f- accidentally live streamed the first five minutes at the avengers premiere like it before <laughs> yeah. it came out and someone had to like run in the theater and get him and be like your like, phone is you live streaming <laughs> he's like oh what? No, okay. classic dad um, and like when Chris Evans had his, you know, problem with his phone this year, These who hasn't had a, a problem with their phone? Yeah. He was the first to be like, no, you just like sort of taking the attention out of it, you know, you joking scale. around about it. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what the uh, exact thing he's tweeted something, right? What's his name? Chris Evans phone. Uh I, I won't be able to find it fast enough. Um, never mind then. But you also had Jenny Slate as your crush, which I thought was surprising. Yeah. It's hot. It's hot um, is, is it surprising for me or that it's her? That it's her. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so it, it is organically true that she is one of my crushes, but mm-hmm. she's somebody else who I find ended up being kind of an underdog. Um where I, you kind of have to explain it sometimes. I think that she's fundamentally, like if we're just, like if you worked with Jenny Slate, she mm-hmm. would be the beautiful girl at your job. Yes, because you had said before like we she, started recording, you said that you think that a lot of your crushes are just tall or would be voted just tall. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I feel like I have to like rush to their defense <laughs> <laughs> so often. Um, but Jenny Slate is somebody that I like a lot as a comedian and as a writer. Mm-hmm. And she... Um, reminds me so much of a particular friend of mine that I also find so charismatic and that I felt sort of lucky to be friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when I see her, I think about like, oh, like Jenny Slate is so cool. Like, yeah. but I, I could potentially be friends with a person like her. Yeah, we'd get along. And then I'm also attracted to her and she seems to be so um, vulnerable in like a, um, not vulnerable like a weak way, but vulnerable in like an open-hearted way mm-hmm. where like her writing is very revealing and her acting is very like, you know, that sort of natural way of like her her tears and laughter and all those things seem real. Yeah. Um, during quarantine, we moved mm-hmm. and it was at the beginning, like, like March and April of quarantine, I was boxing up my apartment. Mm-hmm. And if you are prone to any kind of depression at all, <laughs> Packing up your apartment alone during a pandemic <laughs> where you can't go outside. Because in April was when we were like, oh, 
I guess I'll go for a walk every other day Mm -hmm. and I'll get groceries once every three weeks. Mm -hmm. Like I was afraid to go outside and the inside I was in, I was getting ready to be kicked out of Mm -hmm. because I was moving. Mm -hmm. And on Hulu, I found her movie, Obvious Child, Mm -hmm. which I've seen, I had seen it like once before and I watched it maybe like eight times. Oh. I would watch it back to back. I, I was like, I have to put that. back on. I, love I have to put these that. guys back on. Yeah. I wanted to hear their voices in my apartment. <laughs> and there's a scene where she and, um, is his name Jake Lacey? Is that his name? I, I've never seen Obvious Child, but uh, I found it right Oh, now. I fully recommend it. Um, it's, uh, it's about a, well, you can, you can, I recommend watching it. I don't want to spoil it because huh? literally the what the one line description of the movie spoils oh, yeah. part of the movie. Yeah, um, Jake Lacey. I know this. Yeah. She, uh, they have a one night stand and the beginning of their sex in their, in her apartment is a montage of them dancing. They just put on music and they're like high and drunk and dancing and they're just like dancing and dancing and dancing. And as the montage goes on, eventually they're in their underwear and eventually they're like making out. But it's, the idea of like do you want to come over and dance Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) it's just like you I've never seen that presented that way in a movie before where it's not just them like tearing each other's clothes off Mm -hmm. and every time I saw it I was it's like that three-way kiss thing where it was like (laughs) a room for one more me and my friends are so quirky (laughs) we just get naked and dance (laughs) um my friends are this really hot couple. It's uh, Jenny, <laughs> Jenny Slate and Jake Lacey. Okay. And uh, before before they do it, they love to dance, mm-hmm. you know, as they're getting naked. And yeah. like, I'm just going to go over there tonight and dance with them. And <laughs> it's just, it, it's that thing too, where they're so like free and it's so hot. Yeah. And, but also like genuinely funny. Yeah. And it's so hard to be both. Like it's so yeah. hard to be both. Um. I say that as if it's a thing that I'm struggling with. It's so hard for me to for me to notice both. Yeah. And yeah. appreciate both. It's so hard. Um, but Jenny Slay in real life for a while dated Chris Evans. Yeah, she has an like a an amazing dating history. She dated and John Hamm. The, the press about that and the the dialogue amongst my friends. Mm-hmm. Love my friends. <laughs> Nothing better. But the dialogue was it was a degree ugly to the point to which I, I wanted to always like reframe it where we, Chris Evans being like a, a cis white giant straight person mm-hmm. who is also the most famous superhero yes. in movies. Mm-hmm. Like he just says hello to people and then they're like, Okay, yeah, here's six months. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Like yeah. when do I move in? I'm naked, like, here I am. He's he's not just dating anybody. Mm-hmm. And he's and he's also that thing of like who who would you pair him with? You don't just say like, Oh, well, it's Charlize Theron or whoever is also like six foot and blonde. Yeah. <laughs> like he might wanna have a conversation mm-hmm. and he might he might he might be like me and see the see a Jenny Slate and think, oh my God, she's so beautiful. Yeah. But all of the phrase, all of the framing of them dating was like, oh, he's with a comedian. How did she get so lucky? Yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> we don't know anything about him. No. Like he just struck me learning very it. like like someone that is cool and down to earth. I I say this because yeah. I hope that one day he decides to date me. <laughs> but it does like. Yeah. The couple was shocking, but it does make sense. Like 
but I never thought like what extra thing did she have to capture Captain America <laughs> yeah. when they were dating I was like oh this is revealing to me that he has like a head on his shoulder yeah he has a sense of humor yes he knows how to read <laughs> <laughs> Like all of these things that she sniffs out of people that are big phonies through like her comedy life. Mm -hmm. Like she was on Saturday Night Live for a year. She can, she can smell them coming if they're not worthy. Yeah. That made him look twice as good to me. But everything else I read was like, Jenny Slate, what's all the fuss? (laughs) This is, we've got it backwards. Jenny Jenny Slate is like the best there is. And (laughs) she's, yeah, what did Chris Evans yeah. do to get right. her? Because it's, um, it looks like she, oh, yeah, Chris Evans, John Hamm, which another thing I'm like, okay, Jenny Slate, pop off, actually. Like, yeah, go, go reach for the absolute stars. I would love, I was actually just talking to someone today about Chris Evans and how much I want to, maybe he can be my one celebrity kiss. Well, and I, I think he probably genuinely is great, but it's crazy that he comes into my defense of yes, both my crushes as the standard for which like this isn't mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. it's these these other things this other one it's, it's like mark ruffalo and jenny slate prove why chris evans works yes <laughs> by virtue of them being like so cool that he's not like last out of the room yeah that's a good but, that's a so funny to think of too that chris Evans is the middle in both of your crushes but you're like it's not about yeah. him it's about them but he just <laughs> happens to be there in the three-way kiss between chris evans jenny slate and mark ruffalo chris evans yeah. was invited last <laughs> yeah. oh i love it those are good those were good good crushes so we're, let's <laughs> move into someone new where we crush on someone new every day. Um, the mm-hmm. random one that we have this week is someone in an advertisement or commercial. Okay. Um, you sent me two. I'm going to try and pull them up. Just like what I, what I would call both of those are magazine ads. Yes. Which I will say I have not seen an ad on a magazine in years. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Okay, who is the the first one that I have? Is this Drew Barrymore? Yes. So Drew Barrymore, I think that is probably around like the Scream era or like maybe between like Scream and Never Been Kissed. Mm -hmm. There was a time when Drew Barrymore was very, very blonde. And she was like, there was um, in Batman Forever, Drew Barrymore is one of Two-Face's girlfriends. Two-Face has like- a sweet girlfriend and a mean girlfriend. They're like sugar and spice. Yeah. Drew Barrymore was doing sort of like a Marilyn Monroe kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And she became the guest jeans girl. And if you, I, I discovered it like a folder of these basically on Tumblr. Yeah. Because there's, I had, I only knew one of them and there's like 50. The funny thing is to me is that she's not wearing jeans in any of these. No, she's not. <laughs> they're they're under the bed or something. Yeah. There's one one image that is um it's very like nineties grunge looking where she is in her underwear and she's pulling on like a Doc Martin, like an army boot. Yeah. But in bed. Yes. Like where you put on your shoes somewhere else. I gotta put, put my shoes on else. lying down in bed with my feet in the air, otherwise <laughs> I simply can't go on with my day. <laughs> But if you know, yeah, my feet don't hit the ground. <laughs> the I'm the Drew Barrymore. 
but if we know present day Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. and listen, love that Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. who, what, you know, the, the, the array of sunshine in our day, mm-hmm. it maybe isn't someone that I have a crush on. Yes. But this, like, if you, I, this doesn't even look like her to me. I was so surprised to see these. She is so, it, it, they are, I don't want to objectify anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to, <laughs> but they're hot. Yeah. They're like the hottest pictures of Drew Barrymore. And I know that she has like her history is of being sort of a wild child. And she yeah. was probably a little bit like the Angelina Jolie before Angelina Jolie kind mm-hmm. of like, cause she, you know, is, uh, maybe not now, but at that time she was pretty famously bisexual oh, okay. and um, she was friends with like Courtney Love and then she was a real like, you know, up for anything. Mm-hmm. And she's that plus she's so photogenic. Yeah. And these are like, even looking at them now, having sent it to you, mm-hmm. looking at it again one day later, I'm just like, oh my God. Stunning. Yeah. <laughs> This is such a hot picture. And you're right. It's such a difference between like 90s Drew Barrymore versus even 2000s Drew Barrymore, like, you know, 51st yeah. Dates or uh, yeah. the one the one that we kind of know now. Um, even like even like Charlie's Angels Drew Barrymore is a, a different thing. Mm-hmm. It's a it just is. And I love all those. But mm-hmm. this this um photo shoot this ad campaign whatever whatever you call this collection of magazine pages um they're all they're also good and she's photographed in like um blue silver i don't know yeah what that it's it's before instagram filters there's a filter it's been it's been like retouched so that like her lips are purple and her skin is blue and yeah it's it's really something and it's like oh this person should fully be a movie star yeah <laughs> let's get drew barrymore an agent <laughs> <laughs> she had already been famous for 25 years but, <laughs> but now we know it for we're real on... <laughs> yeah yeah let me see what was the other one who is this guy the oh drummer from corn he did a calvin klein ad um yeah. so do you know his were... it's dave something i love dave something Dave Silvera? Dave Silvera, who doesn't really look like those pictures. Even then, you can find, like, different angles. The ones that I sent you are the important ones. (laughs) Um, I think those ads must have been a thing where, like, you know, once in a while there'd be a campaign for, like, underwear or whatever, where there's, like, five models that are all famous. Yes, yeah. I think he must have, he probably didn't sign with Calvin Klein. Mm -hmm. He probably just did one of those ads. And it's him, like, um, I'll say he's working on a car, but he's yeah. facing the wrong direction. He's definitely he's sitting, sitting inside. The, <laughs> he's sitting under the hood of a car. Uh-huh. And he is wearing jeans. Drew Barrymore was not wearing her jeans, but he's wearing, oh, I'm seeing now he's wearing very long denim shorts. He's, but he's got also, a short on. He has no t- shirt on, and he's doing mechanical work. I That can't be safe. Look. He doesn't just not have on a shirt, though. He's. He's not wearing a shirt and his pants are too big. Yeah. <laughs> Which if, if you are, I want everybody to be so body positive. I'm so body positive for mm-hmm. every single person. I think everybody is beautiful except yours truly. I <laughs> How dare you talk about my friend Ryan like that? I, if I was in pants that were too big and I didn't have on a shirt, point of business one, put on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, 
let's like roll down the waistband. Let's get on a belt. Let's keep everything in place because those muscles and Dave Silveria is not like overly muscled, but he mm-hmm. has those like statue of David. Yeah. You can kind um, of see him. Hip, hip bone mm-hmm. muscles. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that V that goes toward your zipper. Yeah. You can kind of see it right in these. And to just be looking at like, you know, like a Rolling Stone or a People magazine in whatever, this was probably 2003 or so. Mm-hmm. And to see the drummer of Corn exposing a hip bone is <laughs> just like, uh, get me out of here. It's so <laughs> like, crazy because like Calvin Klein has a history of like amazing celebrity ads. Like, yeah, Sean Mendez, Justin Bieber has those recent ones, like Mark Wahlberg famously, and then they're like, "Hey, guess what? We got the drummer from Corn." <laughs> like so random. I, I will say he, the lighting on this is fully like amber. It's like sunset, and they have crafted this so that he is the color of a sunset. It's very <laughs> Mad like Max to me. Peaches and pinks and yellows and yeah. stuff. He had like A plus representation then to get this gig because if you're in corn, it's probably frowned upon to like sell out and do an ad. But there are those of us in the world who were not listening to corn and and did not, you know, oh, this picture is crazy. I didn't. (laughs) He's barefoot doing like a front thrust with an open. He put a shirt on. I'll give him that, but he he didn't button it. So that's gonna be step two. Uh, it's like if you tried to do a back bend just from a seated position. Yeah, that's <laughs> me like a trying bridge. to do a back bend. <laughs> I will say this is a good way. Like for me, I would do this pose if I had to show myself myself shirtless because it's a false engaging of your core. <laughs> it's like twisted, twisting in a way that's not honest, but it's photogenic because you're not seeing a front view. Yes. They're um, all like that. They're all off to the side. Like he like laid down in yeah. one position and then didn't move the rest of the shoot. Interesting. And yeah, and also I can't speak to if he's a good drummer or not. Mm, he just you. uh you know, like Drew Barrymore before him knew how to sell a pair of jeans. Yeah. Yeah, he's selling it. Do you I would say Drew Barrymore is a better model than he is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> And you're getting different things from each one, you know? You're you're filling yeah. your needs in different ways <laughs> with each guest ad or <laughs> yeah. Calvin Klein ad. Right, yeah. Uh, have you ever seen this ad? This young Stanley Tucci Levi's I commercial? I, that goes viral once in a while on yeah. Twitter. And it, the, whoever is sharing it again waits till we forget, and then they share it again. It's beautiful. This is a crazy like acting gig for him. It's it's so good. Like, well, one he's yeah. he's wearing he's wearing the jeans so well, and he again, this is somebody wearing their jeans at their real waist. Yes, which I, hand to God, have never or will never do. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> just hike him on up. Yeah, he looks so hot. It's crazy. Like this was enough. This picture was enough for me to be like, I love I like Stanley Tucci now. Like this, yeah. this was not, this was just tall before. And now that I see this, I'm like, okay, this is hot. Well, when you see this, the other story that it's telling is that it's hard without this to imagine Stanley Tucci 
young. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you just see him in a bubble of what he is in like Easy A. Yes. Or Devil Wears Prada or whatever. Yes. When you see this, you realize that is what he looks like today. Yeah. Like he looks so much like this still. That's such a good way to put it. Yeah. You're like, wait, wait, wait. It's the same. Like you don't have to wonder what did he look like when he was young. When you see him young, you're like, oh, I can see fully who this person's going to be later. Yes. Ooh, such a good ad. I love this one. Have you seen his? Is this for Levi's or like a soda? It's for Levi's. Okay. Yeah. He could be selling me anything, honestly, and I'd I'd buy it. I'd be like, yep, (laughs) sure. Um, Have you seen his recent Instagram content? Is just him making cocktails. And he no, I I've seen them shared, but I don't follow him. But I see them shared a lot. The only video that's worth watching is the first one because he makes like an a Manhattan or something, and he's so aggressive mm-hmm. with the alcohol. He's like, we have this, and he like slams it in the cup, and I'm like, Stanley, like chill. And then he shakes it. <laughs> he, it's just like he's so gentle, but just in the way that he like works the bar, I'm like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. I'm I'm thirsty. Yes, let's go. Very very. Very hot. Yeah, that that was another. Have thing you that ever seen? Over. Have you ever seen the movie Big Night? No. So you don't have to watch the whole thing, but on YouTube you can find this clip. Stanley Tucci plays a chef mm-hmm. in that, and in real time he makes like an omelet or a frittata or something, from the point of like getting the ingredients and like cracking the eggs and whipping up a thing and cooking it and you know an omelet cooks pretty fast I'm he sold. does the whole thing and the camera just stays on him and it's like mesmerizing I'm sold. but also I feel like it fits in the Stanley Tucci world of him preparing things handsomely yes he's, <laughs> he's good with his hands yes yeah. okay I found the scene I can't wait to watch that um you like it I love a man that cooks um let's move on to the game the game that's taking okay. over the nation everybody knows it's hot or just tall um everybody I, <laughs> everybody I'm listening just along. I'm sorry no 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 it's gonna be great <laughs> everybody listening along you can play along with ryan at crushes podcast on instagram or at deanna ortiz underscore um and i know you know how to play but maybe somebody's listening for the first time and they don't i'm gonna show Ryan, um, a couple celebrities, and then uh, he's going to tell me if they're hot or if they're just tall. And of course, just tall doesn't mean that they're actually tall. It could just mean that they're like good at sports or like a musician or, you know, anything that clouds the way of hotness. Because sometimes you see a really hot person or a really tall person and you can't tell if they're hot because their face is so high above you, you know? (laughs) And sometimes I see a hot person and it's just wallpaper. (laughs) It's just like brand. It's like branding. Yes. Yeah. You're just like, you were just cut and paste at the hot person, at the tall person. There's a hot person. There's a Walgreens. It's just, (laughs) it it isn't working sometimes if you're hot. Yes. Sorry, hot people. Sorry, hot people. Um, All righty. I'm going to share. I tried to do Google search for March Ruffalo and it wasn't working. Okay. First one coming up. So your pod, oops, your podcast is a music video podcast. Um, love it. Everybody should listen. We'll talk more about it when this is over, but I thought it'd be fun to do musicians. Um, how to just tall okay. focus is musicians. So love let's it. get this going. First one is Lenny Kravitz. Deanna. Talk about a man that Lenny knows how Kravitz. to wear a pair of pants. <laughs> okay. Lenny Kravitz and all of his immediate and extended family yes, are hot. The definition of hot. This entire family like, is hot. I mean, if 
if I could, under any circumstances, get my face to do anything Lenny Kravitz's face does or anything his torso does. Mm-hmm. Oh, that big scarf. I forgot about the big scarf. This big scarf, it's so funny. I, I love that so it much. It looks cozy and comfortable, but like it also looks heavy. Yeah, it's queen size. <laughs> That's a table so runner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is fundamentally... Like this, you have this is the example of giving me an easy one to start with. We're we're starting easy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hot. Next one is Mick Jagger. Now you can do Mick Jagger at any age, really. Okay. So I know, I know what the truth is, but I have to get there. If you can help me get there, mm-hmm. so. Not just young Mick Jagger, but Mick Jagger, probably Mick Jagger on stage, no matter when. Mick Jagger on stage tomorrow mm-hmm. is doing something magic with the audience. Yes. That is like fundamentally exclusive to like a, a lifetime rock star. Yes. Like his charisma and his stage presence, and he like moves like a snake. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if this is true, but the urban myth is that Tina Turner taught him how to dance. Apparently he used to stand there and then he met Tina Turner and she was like, no, you have to like get to the mic in a certain way. And you have to like do this with the mic stand. Oh. I know that like, I guess it, it, it almost has to be hot, but it's based on the same thing that like any like beautiful man who isn't mm-hmm. like, like he has like really high cheekbones and really like fluffy lips. Yeah. And he's like sinewy. Yeah. Like he 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 moves. He's very like traditionally feminine, which is yes. like a lot of rock stars that are hot. Harry Styles is very feminine. David Bowie. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz has a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. So I understand why the answer is hot. Mm-hmm. For all of the world, I understand why the real answer is hot. Mm-hmm. For me, he's just tall. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. He is just tall. Because that's the uh, thing. On paper, yeah, you don't have to explain it to me. I totally yeah. get it, but it isn't my truth. It's like anytime I see a band, the lead singer, I'm like, I'm falling in love with him. But it's just because right. he's on stage and he's like being charming and charismatic and all that stuff. Like, yeah. he's, he's just singing in first person to you. Yeah. And so it's a connection. But if I saw this man walking down the street towards me, I don't think I would like really think twice no. it's gonna be a just tall it has to be yeah next to the one tall. is donald glover aka childish gambino yeah um so donald glover is <laughs> he's all the things i said about Mick Jagger, but he's hot <laughs> <laughs> see somebody that i think whole... he's hot yeah that whole dissertation before saying just tall, it's where the bubble, there's a difference. Yeah. I don't know if it's because Donald Glover is just more handsome than Mick Jagger or yeah. because we know that he's also funny. Um, yeah. When Donald Glover is dancing, mm. he's, he's doing a second thing. He's doing that second thing for you to yes. think about later. Yeah. He's bringing you something extra. <laughs> and yeah. we'll take it. Hot. <laughs> yeah. Hot yeah. in every way. In every way. Okay, now let's move along to Charlie Puth. Um, 
he's the one that I get confused with Sean Mendes a lot, and I guess the internet yeah. does too. <laughs> um, so he showed up. Do you remember a couple a couple years ago where um, you could put your face into an app and it would show you the percentage yeah. that you matched a celebrity? Yeah. I had so many friends that were like, I'm 60% Charlie Puth. Um, <laughs> men and men and women. Um, I, uh, I don't know. If it, if it was like cute or tall, I'd split the difference. I, I'm going to say just tall. Yeah. He's got a little bit of, and this isn't his fault. This is my baggage that I brought. <laughs> He's got a little bit of alpha improv on him. Oh, yeah. I, that I can't unsee yeah um does he have a scar in his eyebrow or does he do an effect it's a scar you can't see because i need a haircut so bad but i because mm-hmm. and everything's just like crazy bushy but i have an, an organic i have a scar in my eyebrow where oh. there's like nothing grows and it's just like my eyebrows are so out of control that it's, it's like a comb over <laughs> um so every time i see an eyebrow scar i'm always like oh someone else like fell into the uh, arm, uh, the wooden arm of an old couch. Um, <laughs> but then there's so many kids on TikTok explaining how to like get the angle right yeah, for yeah. shaving a line in your brows. Yeah. Um, so I feel that for him. He's got a nice head of hair. He's just tall. Just tall. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate everything he's doing for everybody else, but it's just tall from me yeah. for sure. Um, he's got such a five B's look to him. He looks so yeah. improv to me. When she said it, I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You hit the nail on the head, truly. Um, next one is Bruno Mars. Talk about dancer. Chari- charismatic <sighs> dancing man. Okay, so Bruno Mars is, and I can say this, I'm 5'6". Bruno mm-hmm. Mars is famously not tall, yes. literally. Yes, yes. But he is beyond tall in his profession Mm -hmm. to the point that Chris and I have talked about, I feel like I talked about, I feel like I talked about this with you maybe even on maybe one of our like readings that we did. Bruno Mars music, like the classic songs that we hear from the past, like songs that you dance to at weddings and stuff. Yeah. Aren't the songs that were cool and alternative and like perfect songs from that era. It's songs that were fun that people loved. Yes. And Bruno Mars music is doing that in real time. Yeah. And I feel like we should just embrace it because 50 years from now, it's what's playing it. Like it's, it's the thing people are like September, people are dancing to Bruno Mars music at bar mitzvahs and graduations and weddings. He is so, 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 so tall. Is he so tall that it loops back around to hot? I think he's hot, but we don't have to agree. He's so charismatic and he's so talented um, and I do find myself defending him like the people I call hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would never argue with anybody who says he's hot. I have to cast a vote for just tall. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. It's fair. It's the game. It's the name of the game. How tall is he? Five five. Okay. I'm taller than Bruno Mars. Congrats. <laughs> That's an, he's a, he's in an exclusive club. There aren't many of us. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's see. We did this one. We did this one. Let's do a little Bruce Springsteen. Okay, well, he's 5'10", in case you're wondering. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Hmm. This is, he's hot to me. It, it is. As a young man and my, an old man. 
Sorry. Deanna, it's, it's out of my hands. It's not my call to make. It's just like one of the facts of Earth. Yeah. He's, he's hot. He's hot. He, he will go to the beach next summer and he will look great. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. There is a picture of, of Bruce Springsteen. I don't know who the photographer is, but it is shocking how he... It's like this dirty picture of Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> it, was, it was taken for like Rolling Stone or something, or maybe even like uh, the interior of an album. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not, um, put in Bruce Springsteen, uh, like no shirt, basically. Okay. Tell me twice. <laughs> You'll know it when you see it. He yeah. is, he's laughing and covering his face because he's like embarrassed. Um, because the picture was taken maybe before he was ready to be on film. Um, it's this one here. It's on the right-hand side. He's laughing oh, and covering oh, his face oh, with oh. both hands. Great. You found it. Thank you. Okay. Oh, my God. He's naked. I know. <laughs> He's naked. It is so shocking. I have a friend that I, I sent this on her birthday, and she was like, I don't know where you found this, because she's a big Bruce Springsteen fan, and she was talking about basically like defending him about like, no, he's timeless. Everybody loves mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen. Um, and it was like, she couldn't believe people were saying that it wasn't true. And so I sent her this <laughs> for her birthday. And she was like, I can't, I have to look away. This is too much for me. <laughs> That's crazy. He looks so yeah. young there. I mean, he had to have been, it's got to be 20s. It's yeah. got to be from the 70s or something. But yeah, Bruce Springsteen, I think for any walk of life, any person, no matter what you think your thing is, I've never seen Bruce Springsteen with long hair. What's happening here? Oh. I've never seen this person in my life. A long-haired Bruce Springsteen during his... What's the rest of the sentence? During when he was his like... first band. Okay, we'll take to the internet again. Let's do this. Long hair. That's hot. That's yeah, actually really but I hot. think no matter what your vibe is, no matter what you perceived to be your sexuality mm-hmm. i think bruce Springsteen. everybody's like yes that's a nice looking person that this, guy's hot yes this man is hot um, i do think you you're a fan of beards right yes i think he looks better with facial hair i do too yeah and it's just like that rugged you know he he just pulls it off he pulls yeah. it off, he pulls it all off well um, okay, last one. I mean, let's just keep it in the realm. Oh, wait. Actually, there's two more. I lied. But Okay. Freddie Mercury. I, the you theme know. is now people that look good in jeans. It's no longer musicians. It's just men that look good in jeans. This, this is taking me back to the Mick Jagger thing a little bit. Yeah. I think that... Um, Freddie Mercury, obviously, like, so intoxicating to watch perform. Yeah. And so people fell in love with him from the audience, I think, a lot. Uh, the voice of, like, a VH1 diva. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> the, a combination of looks and sounds that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, for me, he's he's just tall. Just tall. Just tall for I mean, me. <clears throat> I... Yeah... I think I'm going to say Just Tall too. Just Tall is just, you know, very talented, very charismatic. Yeah. But same. I mean, I fall to that 
trap all the time especially when i <laughs> when i was able to go yeah. see bands i'm like well i'm falling in love with the guitarist and the drummer and the, <laughs> yeah. the bassist is actually my husband so this is kind of uh, embarrassing yeah. um last one might as well just close it out with the classic uh david bowie um david bowie is um he's beautiful this kind of boils down to exactly what hotter just tall is it really is and i think is david bowie the way that it's illustrated like is he the person like however if you like close your eyes and then there's a picture of david bowie you open your eyes yeah and then you fall one way or the other yeah i a thing about david bowie that was part of the reason to love him mm-hmm. it's hard for me to picture him as like when when david bowie died it was similar to prince mm-hmm. it was like it wasn't so much shocking that he died as it was shocking that there was ever a David Bowie in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what a what a crazy idea for a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this creative and this weird and this mysterious and so like elegant. Yeah. I don't know if I think he's hot. Gonna... I see him here with a with a beard, I say yes. Thank you. Yeah, with I was gonna long, say that. The with long, long hair, hair yes. with long hair, I'm feeling yes. I feel like maybe overall the answer is hot because his um, the way he dealt with gender and the way he dealt with sex and sexuality and all those things was so from like he was not starting on page one Mm -hmm. like he was (laughs) he was in a whole different volume of that book than everybody else yeah and so it's almost like if I said David Bowie was just tall and he's the person who decided what was hot for 50 years (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> like obvi- obviously he's hot. And if there's a time that I don't think he's hot, it means he's special in a way that I don't get. It's just hot and in a way that I, I discovered. I have to own that about myself that I'll come around to it hopefully in a lifetime. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's hot, obviously. Hot. Oh, for me here too. was here older David Bowie, like two thousand David Bowie with the longer like yeah. skater cut. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's this working. Is hot. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. And the the beard, yeah, this facial hair one up here, I really like, and the long, the young, long hair, it's hot. It's gonna be hot for me. Amazing. Ooh, that was hotter just tall. Thank you so much for playing. I've wanted to play it as long as I can remember. Oh my god, (laughs) riveting. We did it. Rand, thank you so much for doing the podcast. This has been so much fun. I feel like thank you for having me. I've talked to you. I've I've seen you virtually a couple times over the uh pandemic but we haven't really gotten to like talk talk it's mostly yeah. just us reading diners drive-ins and dives <laughs> <laughs> which i love that too but this was i've been so excited That's to do awesome. that awesome um i should tell everybody where they can follow you and where you're at um if you're on twitter i would love it if you would follow me uh my handle is ridiculous it's at black belt jones and oh. jones is spelled j-o-n-z <laughs> um i'm ryan.burkett on instagram but you could follow Music Video Pod on Instagram because that is my podcast with Chris Coffin. And you could listen to us. We just go, we're going through the history of music videos, um, just one artist or cliche at a time. Amazing. It's a great podcast. You guys should listen to it. Also, both of us are up for best podcast in the Chicago Reader. Congratulations. I'm so excited. The, I could not be in better company. I really. We love your podcast so much. I was thrilled. I, thrilled when i saw this list come out i was like 
Yes. I'm such a fan of this show and the Potter just tall and of you in general. And so when when we were on there with you, I was like, oh my God, that's just like I don't want to what like, could be better. I don't want to like jinx it but i it's gonna come down to the two of us like i know it in my heart like i just know that it's gonna come down to the both of us like there's no other way around it it's the it just has to be um that will come i don't know if this is gonna come out in time because the voting ends in the first week of february i think i'll double look i'll check again but okay if it does guys Listen to both podcasts and maybe make two emails and vote for both of us because you could do that. I did. Oh, it. I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> you can split split your household. Honestly, we're not divided. <laughs> we stand together in this. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this again. I do. I I have to say it. I do have a crush on you. So thank Deanna, you so much. I have such a long time crush on you. This is joy. It's been so nice uh, catching up. Thank you, guys. thank you so much for listening, you guys. And I guess I'll say it to you. I have a crush on you as well. Hey, sorry.